Hello, my dear ones. How are you all? It's crazy. It's crazy here, and it is. Sorry, but it is cold. Our heat doesn't work in our unit, and I do not like cold. Mm, 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 mm. The Armada family, I love you guys. You're sweet. You've got Sarah, Julia, and Jenna. Look at this cool, cool, cool necklace, huh? That's sweet. That is cool, Jade. Look at this. This is pretty cool. You know, you guys are sweet. <laughs> and let me see. Uh, this is you, and you must be Julia or Jenna. And that's her little cat. So, young ladies, love from Jenna and Julia. My young ladies, are you eating your fruits? Are you doing the detox? Are you getting yourselves healthy, young ladies? I certainly hope so. I want to thank you all for all your lovely letters and cards. I know there's a lot of you hurting here. Uh, I've got a lot of eyes and pictures attached, so... I want to take off on that, but I want to wish you all happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all the other stuff that goes along with it. You know, we're against a hell of a, a battle, but can have fun, you know, while we're uh, doing the battle. Can't let the negative forces get you. Mm, 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 right? You know, because that's when you lose your power. You gain your power when you don't care, but then you do care. You know, there's... I don't know if you ever heard this a lot in Zen about caring and not caring, uh, do without doing, things like that. And that's the shift between being conscious and, and working from a conscious viewpoint and making your mind and emotions do what you want them to do. So it's, it's part of that awakening that gives you that Zen, like uh, 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 breaking that duality consciousness into the single consciousness of that which is. Uh, there was some pictures here, people showing me themselves, and I want to show you this picture here for YouTube, so I can show this on YouTube. Take a look at these uh, poor uh, individuals' legs, feet, right? And not careful, gangrene could set in this leg really easy. It's not already setting in, right? Okay, so... Oh, I got an iris analysis with it. Okay, so let's take a quick look at the iris analysis. And uh, as much as I can tell, you guys do a really good job bringing me your eyes. So thank you so much for that. But uh, it is a, a, an art to get in there sometimes. And we get uh, a lot of shadowing and stuff like that. So uh, I'll do my best at taking a look at this with you guys. But let's take a look at this. Um, let me see what the story is here. Uh, this is a 46-year-old uh, 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 male. So this is a man at 46 years young. Had an acute stroke while on a grape fast. Are you kidding me? I had been juice fast for a week before I had a stroke. 
I'm suffering from memory loss, confusion, and right side of which stroke from head to toe. To chew, I'm even struggling as I'm using my left side, not speaking at moment. It started with in 2020 DVT while unprovoked of which treated. On comes the genital herpes, warts, fistula, and anal. I can't sleep properly, uh, probably three hours. Uh, I'm HIV positive, but diagnosed uh, capsi sarcoma, picture included. Uh, something comes my problem before I use juice fast. Eat fruit now. I can't. I feel about an hour I start to vomit. Is it because of stroke? I only can eat bananas, apples. I have first kit and, gran and granules and picture of eyes. Your help is very appreciated. Please write on protocol so I follow as I'm not understand. You're my last hope. Thanks so much unanimously. Okay, so um, we'll definitely handle that for sure. Okay, so I'll get you a um, protocol and you want to get on it now if you've had a stroke. And you know immediately whenever you have strokes, heart attacks or whatever, you know circulation is an issue, blood flow, right? So you want anything that dilates the vascular system and improves blood flow immediately. That's what you want to do. Oxygen, get that in there. That's what's happening is that the lymph is squeezing off the tissues and you, you're just not, you know. So that's the first thing. Then brain and nerve, why? These herbs enhance neurons, the function of neuron cells. So it, vital in regeneration. So especially post-strokes and all this, you want circulation and brain and nerve. Now why? You want to go to the whys. And when you look at this gentleman's history, he's got a lot of things going on. Well, taking a look at his pictures, we see that there's overweight, there's swelling in the feet, edema. You're seeing kidney failure big time here. This is all kidney and what else? Look at the skin. What's what's coming out of the skin, right? So what you're looking at is lymphatic stagnation majorly. And where you have lymphatic stagnation, what do you have in chemistry? Acidic acid stagnation. Well, when you look at the effects that acids have, in other words, if you want to know about life, you only have two sides of chemistry to look at that. Then look at the effects that alkaline chemistry has on a person and the effects acid chemistry has on you or on tissues even. You know, dump, you, dump, dump some tissue in, uh, say, 10 pH, <coughs> excuse me, and then go on the other side and dump tissue into 3 pH. You tell me what you see. So that's, that's, the, uh, that's the issue here, that your dump, all this you see here is in the 3 pH range. And, you know, you're just seeing what you're seeing, kidney failure and all that that implies. Uh, the cholesterols and everything else. Now, I don't see heavy cholesterols in this gentleman too much, but then there's a lot of uh, reflections. So let's take a look here a little bit of what we see here. All right. Now, the 
These are brown eyes, of course, and very hard to read, but we're looking at the right eye, and I'm going to get as close as I can. I'm right up here. I can hardly get my pencil in here. Right here is the leg, of course, and you see all tight. This is the right leg, and you're seeing all kinds of weaknesses in the femur and all down the leg. Right adjacent to it, we've got the kidneys, and, of course, that's where the problem is. Chronic kid, right kidney, adrenals right there, femur. We also have hip. This is a chronic right hip, groin. Um probably reaching into the, uh, this is, see how this reflection is, so you can't see in here at the uh, gallbladder, and a, this could be part of a pancreatic area with him, it's hard to say, uh, trying to get in here without the reflections is real hard, now see, now that's a good view, now this is a small bowel view, look at how this is accentuated here, out like this, this is a balloon effect in the small bowel. And, of course, the back runs up this side as well. Now, with this could be a light reflection, so I'm only guessing, but that's what a cholesterol ring looks like, is that translucent-like ring there. But you got this light, you got reflection, so you don't want to guess, you know, but when you start looking up in here in the brain area, you definitely have a translucent look here. It's going to be cholesterol. I look at the pupil, though, because with, with cholesterol comes the cataracts because cataracts are cholesterol. I don't see any unless he's had them removed. Now, he's only 50-some years old. But you've got nerve rings involved here. Autonomic nerve weakness. Now, this is the left side. Take a look at all this area right, as much as we can see here, guys. See if I can get this turned for you so we can see better. This is all kidney, left kidney matrix. So big time kidney, rectal, and prostate. Major in here. And then a leg, another leg. Both legs are weak genetically and lymphatically stagnant along with the hips and the groins. Uh, upper neck, but again, we're getting a lot of reflection. Really hard to tell. Could be pituitary pineal, can't sleep. He mentioned that. Uh, big time chronic pineal gland weakness. Looks like a slight of a pituitary, say subacute. Don't know what this is. Could be uh, uh, dealing in the back of the head there. Cerebellum, mastoid, whatever. Could be. Could be reflection. This is in the bowel, however, and this is, since this is left eye, we could be looking at the uh, splenic flexure and a, a little bit of a decay in the bowel wall, maybe. Hard to tell with this eye. You need a better pick here to see. Getting up here at the right eye again, see if I can get you on a curve here. Now, this is somewhere in bladder, lower back. Bladder, we're bucking up uh, kidneys, prostates, bladders, you know, all that in this area here. Lower back, all that in this area. Very difficult to show you the lymphatic system on this eye without a deep, better picture where we can show you and get some slice of a nerve ring where we can show you the depth, the thickness of the lymph uh, based on the tribecula and that. But I've been cleaning up gangrene before, so you just got to get yourself going, but you want to support. So what kind of protocol does this guy want? Okay, so what's the first thing you're going to do with a case like this? You're going to go to the cause of the problem, right? You're going to go to the cause of the problem. That's naturopathy. We address causes. The effects, go ahead and play that game. A lot of people die from that game. So we're going to go to the cause of this. Well, the cause, obviously, we can go back to the chemistry that this gentleman's been eating. No question about it and the genetics and all this other. But it looks like he doesn't have that many genetic weaknesses. So this could be a strong-gened individual here. 
But just because of the kidney failure and the lymph stagnation and the adrenals, he's got weight problems, the, pitu the uh, pituitary could be down, then the, the thyroid could be down. Between the thyroid and the adrenals, you can gain a lot of weight. And so this is, these are big deals here, but fixing this, this gentleman's on a fruit diet and with a weight like this, I'm amazed that he's doing this. I'm proud of him. So this is a, a thing where he just has to work this out and work this out and work this out and work this out since he can only have an ass. I'll say this, you got to use herbs. So somehow, I mean, we're helping a ton of people here and we don't have that much income right now because of the, the situation. So difficult, but we do what we can to help. So, but we, you got to have some help. You got to get your kidneys moving. So you want at least one or two kidney formulas, two if you can afford it. These are, this is where the cause is. So you want to go after kidneys and adrenals on top. Those two, a kidney formula and an, at the very least at the endocrine gland tonic, something really strong. If you can only afford one, if you can afford two, you do the endocrine tonic and then bump it up. At least hit the adrenals with a 400 milligram adrenal glandular, at least for a, a, a bottle or something, just to go bam, bam, bam to that adrenal gland. That's what that's for. To say, hey, you're an adrenal gland now, man. Because they forget. You know, cells forget like you forget. And so this is wake up time, and glandular is a little bit of a wake up time for cells sometimes, and you can feel that. So you want something for the lymphatic system, no question, but you got to be careful because this is really stagnant lymph system. And so at first you want those kidneys to filter. You don't want to hit the kidneys with lymph and the kidneys can't handle it. And then it goes into kidney spasms and all kinds of, no. So I would use the three lung and I say that because it's a general lymphatic formula. It'll break up hardened mucus, not only in the lungs, but all through lymph nodes and everything else. It's a bit of an anti-inflammatory. So you get, got all best of both worlds there, an antacid and an antispasmodic and, and, um, and one that is a, a, a demulcent. So then with that, I'm going to give you something for the liver gallbladder. I'm always going to give you something initially for the liver gallbladder because you're throwing up. And so I, my, my suspicion, look at the feet and all this and the legs, you, your body is loaded and looking at your, what you're saying is your journey. Uh, you've got some heavy lymphatic problems and you just got to open that up and get and get the endocrine glands fixed too. Uh, another thing, he doesn't sleep. You know, you can use all the endocrine herbs. They all help all the glands. But uh, when I get a, a case of uh, insomnia, I'm going to use a, a pineal glandular, probably around 50 milligrams. And I'm going to use one or two capsules, let's say one or two hours before sleep. If I'm, if I'm going to do it for myself, that's what I'd be doing. Right. So now I've got the liver gallbladder. Now, what's the one thing I like to do for the first month, at least for the first two weeks? Get rid of parasites, worms, flukes, anything like that. I'm not after bacteria. Uh, -uh. Well, come on, boys, come on in. You know, might not like it, but come on in. We need some help. Uh, fungus, they don't be there as long as you offer up uh, food. Uh, you ferment your issues. As long as carbon is, is a fermented issue in you, you're going to always deal with fungus problems. That's the adrenal glands. And we're back to this person is an adrenal. So this person has tons of fungus. You know that already. So you're going to want to keep on parasite M for a gentleman this size. Probably going to want to do uh, two or three dropper fulls uh, four times a day initially for um, probably for a month. And the reason is, is that the fungal problem is the one that gets you because it keeps you craving fermentation. 
and their body is in fermentation. You know, the average person is an alcoholic. People don't realize that. But the way the average person eats, it produces alcohol. And I've showed that when I worked at the hospitals. After a protein starch meal, you will turn some alcohol and you will get some blood alcohol elevations. I can give you several cases and I already had on other uh, videos talking about, remember the, the guy that had the watermelon on top of oatmeal? He ended up in jail. Uh, these are sort of the things. And there was a, a serious continental airplane crash in uh, Columbia. It killed 69 passengers, I think, and 14 crew members. That was way back in the 70s, I think, or 80s. And they, they couldn't find out any reason except the one thing the FAA came up with, one thing. When I read this article, and it was, we think it had something to do with the pilot's breakfast. <laughs> so it's a known fact that when you combine foods improperly and you don't digest, then you got either putrefaction and, put and fermentation both settling in, one for the, the protein side and one for the carbon side, or the nitrogen and the carbon side. So you really, uh, you know, the, the average person is very much an alcoholic and needs that food and that alcoholic punch to get them going through the morning. That's why people eat this sort of thing for breakfast. Uh, I never could eat breakfast. You got to have fruit for breakfast. You want true dynamic energy, cellular energy, ATP energy, then eat your fruit. But if you want alcohol energy, then go ahead and have your bacon, eggs, toast, and all that because all that breaks down into basically a lot of alcohol. But then again, you got to have people to help that process. And of course, every process needs an intermediary, whether it's enzymatic action or, or microorganism action. So, microorganism action is either fungus or bacteriums sort of things. So, and then fungus makes you want more fermentation, create more fermentation because you got a hungry little mouse going, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me. Remember the Lamisil commercial? <laughs> you know, so very important at, to, to get control of that because getting yourself on a raw food diet and a post stroke like this gentleman needs to be all fruit, berries and melons. Now, difficult. Remember, I said that sometimes you have cases that that's pretty strict. I'm looking at it strictness from the stroke point of view, but the other point of view is that his kidneys are not handling a lot of this, and so you've got to get that to happen. I don't know how much he sweats either, and that's another thing you have to look at. With the pituitary that I see, I can't see the thyroids, but there, it looked like there was a ballooning in the small bowel. That would be a suggestion of a diverticulums. That would also be a suggestion of connective tissue weakness, which would be another suggestion of what? Parathyroid weakness. Which then would take us up to the thyroid to be another reason why this gentleman fights weight and you know how to to correct these things while we're going but what would shut down his thyroid gland oh his pituitary is weak okay what shuts down the pituitary and you're always going back to ingested chemistry that new book is good where do you get this new book i've got stuff in there i've been rewriting all week i've been writing this thing for a month or two now but i think you're going to like how i've written it for you but this is what I would do. Also, uh, uh, you got the liver gallbladder. Uh, I would definitely do a parasite G and M. Uh, you want to make sure he doesn't have any worms, flukes, any of the bigger boys. If he doesn't see any in a couple of weeks on parasite G, use a bottle up and just stay on parasite M. That'll also kill bigger boys too. But remember, too much of that, you know, you have cells too. But uh, again, this is all kidney issue, kidney issue, and this can all clean up, my friend. This is all clean up on you. And it'll, it'll bring your weight down. You'll really like how you're going to go with this. Handling in on that. This stroke part and all that will help to fix itself. But I, I would definitely use herbs for brain and nerve. You want to enhance neuron function. Uh, autonomic, and which is through the adrenals and your, your uh, central. 
So again, uh, uh, upper circulation or circulation now, because it's got all the herbs in there, and then brain and nerve would be on top of going after the kidneys, the endocrine glands going after the liver, and you always want to take something for the GI tract. Clean that up too. So that's minimal for me. Now this new book's going to have everything there. All your protocols are going to be in that book for either a ultimate protocol rush or a budget one. And then I've got tons of information on detox. Tons that I've never come out with. All the odors, smells, everything you're going to go through during detox. All right, my friend. Go forth. If you need help, call the clinic, man, because uh, we want to get you taken care of. But uh, I've had legs and, and, and things much, much worse. So you'll be able to handle this. All right, here's one lady here. I have to, I have to, I have to do this one. And you sure look familiar. Have I seen you? Have you been to one of our classes? I know you have. Yeah, I know you. Yep. Yep, I've talked with you before. Help needed for my friend. We follow you since about nine months. A guy at 49 years old from Germany who is in the wheelchair since two years would need some reflections from you. We attach to this message for her eye picks. Uh, I don't see any eye picks. I don't have any eye pictures here. It started with one leg not responding to her command after long walks. I remember reading this uh, in 2013, then slowly got worse and worse till the wheelchair. Now we realize that fruit diet and removal of protein, that much of the pain is gone. So that's good, you know, taking that pain out. Remember, protein is a pain instigator, believe it or not. And so you, this is another testimony to that effect that, you know, when she got off the the protein, the pain was there, but in pain. And I say, let's look at pain for a minute. When you get pain, what's that telling you? That you get inflammation. Well, we just you throw that word inflammation out there like it's nothing. In reality, inflammation is an effect of acidosis. Inflammation is your body's immune response. And I've included that in the school to show you that inflammation isn't just an interleukin uh, uh, and a histamine effect. An anti-inflammatory effect is, is uh, or an immune response is a is a major one, and that includes calcium, cholesterol, that includes edema. That you see all this is an acidic response under that acidic terrain. Acidic terrain is a cationic terrain, an agglomeration, a, a terrain, and so you you that is a dehydrated terrain, and. Once you start that dehydration around the interstitial spaces of the cells, you know, the cells are the next to get it. And so as that cytoplasm of the cell becomes moving its pH more toward the acidic side, then that's when you start to see all the things happen in a cell. And at a certain point, it's listed atypical. At a certain point, I guess the pathologist likes the word cancer, but call it a degenerative cell. Degenerative, we can understand that. Cancer you use for fear means nothing. Uh, she is thin and has lived 17 years in India. So you want to get the parasites out of her for sure. You never know how much of this is parasitic. I've had cases, remember I told you about a case in uh, Portugal at Lisbon. I was at a clinic in Lisbon for a few years and this gentleman came in. Medical doctor sent him in to me. 
a lot nicer in Portugal. I love you Portuguese people. We are friends, you know. And so uh, this gentleman couldn't hardly, I mean, his wife was barely moving him in. And he was shuffling his feet and shuffling his feet and sit down in front of me. And I said, mate, so they think it's MS, but they say it's not MS. I said, that's interesting. I said, what type of uh, work do you do? And he goes, I'm a butcher. I go, you're a butcher, huh? I said, do you use gloves? He goes, why? I said, oh, okay. I said, well, if it is true neural deterioration, I said, I have to have you live on fruits for looks like about six months to a year because it's got something to take to rebuild the nervous system in you. I had a picture of my cameras were there and a picture of his eyes and everything. I can't remember them now. Uh, but he looked at me and he said, I can't do fruit. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I can't do fruit. I'm a butcher. I love meat. And this is just his words to me, you know, and I'm going, well, I can't help you rebuild your nervous system on proteins and meat, dead animals. That's what gets you there. And he goes, well, I can't do this. So I said, okay. I said, I'll be here for a few more days. If you change your mind, come get the herbs. And uh, and so his wife walked him out, right? Next day, I get a call from his wife. His wife says, my husband can't even get out of bed. He said, she said, he said he would do anything you ask him to do. I said, I thought so. You know, when you're down to a point, man, you're either going to take yourself out or you're going to go, you know what, let me put my hand up and somebody will help me. Right? So she came in and got the herbs. By the time I got back to the States here and I hit my clinic was probably two days after that, maybe, by the time I flew in and all that, she called and she said, my husband's throwing up all over the place. I said, what's he throwing up? She said, handfuls of worms. I think, I think two and a half months or less, I had him driving around Lisbon. For all you that know what Lisbon or European uh, cities are like, driving through them with, with a Toyota Corolla. <laughs> I mean, they're so narrow, everybody breaks everybody's mirrors off. So this guy, I mean, that was all parasitic. And this is why I am adamant, and I've seen this for my 50 years. I'm adamant about deworming everybody and have done that all my life. I've dewormed y'all. Islanders do it. Everybody that has any type of awareness deworms themselves every once in a while, just dealing to life on the planet. So highly recommend that with her because you don't know if that's part of the problem here. And again, parasite M and G. I suspect that could be a little involved, especially if you've been doing a lot of fruit. Because seriously, and, and, and not listening in diseases because we do not believe in the concept of diseases. That's what's the problem is in man. He, he's looking at effects and trying to name them. Stupid crap. In true neurological decay where you got brain lesions and all of this, you should be able to get yourself up. If you have the open heart, the open emotions, and in this new book I'll talk a lot about that. You know, opening these centers up so you can bring that healing power through Right? If you're in a wheelchair and you do all high quality fruit and you do the right herbs, you should be able to at least get up on a stroller in five to six months. And if you can't talk, you should be able to talk within that period of time easily. And if you can't, then you could be a lot more advanced. It'd take you a lot longer. So if it does, I've always said you, you, you can either sit in a wheelchair and play that game or you can get your butt up and start walking again because there is regeneration. I've showed that for years and years and years. 
sometimes you you know people get used to things and that's just what it is and the other side is facing a year just on fruit somewhat difficult but at least get yourself down the road for six months and get yourself up out of that chair you can cheat once in a while you'll feel it but okay but that's where I'm I'm going and if that's not happening then I'm looking at are you hitting the endocrine glands properly are you hitting the nervous system with proper herbs are you is she obviously blood flow because if you don't get blood flow everywhere you're going to lose that tissue anywhere so that's not really a question although you want to increase oxidation perhaps which would increase blood flow but it's not all about oxidation either see you've got a, you've got everything that works together you know that's why everything is there God didn't make this part and that part just to sit there and be separate everybody works together it is needed for that not every one thing is more important than another, in my opinion. It's like blood is not more important than lymph. Sorry. They both will kill you. It's just the nice thing is blood will kill you a lot faster. Lymph will kill you in a slow, painful death. So which one would you rather go? See, so you got to really look at those things sometimes. Now, that's the first thing that pops to my mind when you said India without uh, allopathy. I'm her uh, helper right now and did my best all summer to make her follow your protocol and support her in eating uh, as much fruit as possible. Melon, berries, grapes mainly. She is taking your botanical GM, GI broom and healing tea. She asks often for something solid heavy to eat. We give her some sweet uh, white potato meat, but I feel she need to detox deeper with the fruit. Well, okay, so let's 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 use two words synonymous. Detoxification and regeneration. These are synonymous words. Detoxification and regeneration. Why in the hell are you detoxifying for? What what's the goal? What what is it there for? Why does nature use that as its healing uh uh pathway right because whenever you're sick it all is involved in chemistry because chemistry controls and is basically everything in this physical world so it's all involved in chemistry so when you abstain from ingesting chemistry the body can halfway kick itself and balance itself out now to do that the body has to have some awareness I would think Mr. Hawkins Just saying. Uh, I don't know. Does she do well with guacamole? Anything like that? I'd have to look at her eyes and see what could be holding her back. You know, and I don't know if anything is holding her back. You know, if this is just the journey down the road. Remember, I talked about that chiropractor's wife that had a problem with her father. And these are deep things that. The more we talk about it spiritually and get into it, I can talk to you about it because your emotions are more powerful than chemistry. They come first. So when you look at the way your bodies are stacked or, or are infiltrated around you, the most powerful body you have to, to navigate and to create your world is the mind. That's the most powerful body you have to use separating yourself from it so you're the conscious entity you need something to navigate in duality because consciousness has no duality to it 
So as pure awareness needs something to manifest and, and have form to express itself through, you have to then bring things, step that allness down into duality, into form. So you take the infinite and step it down into what we call the finite. <laughs> you can't lose the infinite. So how does the infinite become the finite? Through illusion. You know, you never lost yourself, but you've totally lost yourself. If you can dig on that Zen one. Consciousness can only observe that which is manifesting through duality, and the mind is the manifester. The, the Really, the one higher element of that is the id, and it fits right in there between the higher part of the mind and, and consciousness, and that defines consciousness. That's the id, the ego, and when it's accentuated, you see it, and when it's humble, you see it, and that's the one you always want to be humble. Because that's your last little string before you enter consciousness back again, where you withdraw your attention totally. So if that's a little accentuated, you can't make that leap from creation totally into pure consciousness. Still a high level to be at. <laughs> Excuse me. In 2013, she lost her children. See, here's, and that's what I'm getting at right here. Right here. Okay, so this, this explains a lot here, guys. And these are deep, and you can see it in her face. Deep, deep. Okay, this is deep pain. If I can do this. All right. Man, in 2013, she lost her children. Well, let's just say she's had some bad experiences really bad experiences, lost her children, a bunch of stuff. Her husband trying to kill her, uh, all kinds of stuff here. So, enough to say out of that, she finally got out of India to Europe, but she has a very emotionally wounded, you think? So, you know, it's even hard for me to sometimes step back and go, you know, ah, because it's all karma, you know. She's created all this in her world, and it's hard to say that because you want to be compassionate to that dear soul, right? But it is true that each experience that you have, you realize that you set that up, and that's your experience. You might have set it up next lifetime or many lifetimes ago, who knows? The more spiritual you are, the more you're going to see that karma more immediately happen to you. That old stuff is being burned off. I don't know if you realize that. Some of the masters, especially the ex-masters, help you to burn that off in uh, levels that are not here, so you don't have to uh, get beat up so much. But uh, you'll start to see more day-to-day karma where your actions will see a more immediate reaction. That's the one that you start learning from. Whew. Then you start, I get it, I get it, you know. That's when humility and everything starts setting in because you get it or you will get it. <laughs> so, uh, as you look at the power, the mind is more powerful than your emotions and then your physical body by far. Remember mind over matter? That's where you get into biofeedback and these sort of things. I've seen 
a lady go under surgery with just her taking herself out. It's cool stuff. But then the emotions come. They drive thought. You don't think emotions are powerful? Are you kidding me? So when you're looking at the little old physical uh, chemistry of, of, of uh, acid and base, they, 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 they don't fare well amongst the power of emotions and mind. You're talking about power here. So she's got to grab a hold of that and do the Buddha thing. I released this. I created this somehow, some way, so I'm going to let it go. Things don't happen to you for no reason. You don't feel pain in the body for no reason. You don't have healing crises that can rip you for no reason. You're not going to experience any symptom in your body where there's no problem. And the same is true emotionally and the same is true mentally. But since these are all materialistic uh, bodies, they're going to register. They have memories. They have all of this. So your cells register memories and these factors register all these factors of thought and memories. And you as consciousness can't care about them. They are just stored. The Kashyyyk records. Who cares? Dead images. Do I want to go back to those rooms, turn on the light and, and experience that again? I would tell you some experiences, but a lot of you would probably freak out and say I'm really weird. But the masters have taken me back into a lot of forms, and I can only tell you that you're where you are, and you want to be where you are, and make it higher. Don't go back. Have you ever heard the word claustrophobia? Majorly, consciousness is expanding in the species, and as you get them into the higher species, not to use the word higher over lower, meaning better over worse, just more expansive in the awareness factor and in the self-awareness. I think Hindus and Buddhists, you know what I'm talking about, more into this self-awareness levels where I've been to plants and animals and they don't have that so much. It's a different, it's forming into that self-awareness which forms the id more. It's hard to explain when you really want to get into a spiritual dissertation on this, but uh, you have to be willing to handle it. But uh, that's what I would say that this this is totally a power, power a lady's got to power herself up. We and you can only help her so much. This soul has to power herself up and go, you know what? I don't play that game. I'm done with the emotions. I don't need that anymore. I give love to those experiences, but they they're bringing me down. When you let your experiences, no matter what they are, remember, put the mask on yourself, then your children. Remember who your children are. They're a physical body that you created with a man, talking to a woman now, and uh, that body is just a physical body. You did not create the consciousness that's going in it. That consciousness individualized is it's on its own journey. You just have the perfect setup unless you created karma with that individual, which most are, okay, because karmatic families we call them, they travel around. Twitch will talk to a lot about that. You know, and just because you keep making karma with the same people, the same individuals. And this lifetime, sometimes your journey, we talked about this before spiritually, your journey might be to your parents and you go separate ways. A lot of you don't get along with your parents well. All right. See ya. You cannot allow anybody, whether it's your parents who brought your physical body in or whoever or your children, 
bring you down because your journey is the one affected, not theirs. They're already down doing that to you. They're already trapped. But if you want to untrap yourself, get yourself up and walking and all this, you've got to become powerful. You've got to become more powerful than the motions. Oh my God, just become powerful. Override those images. You know, if you want to do something about them, then do something about them from a power position, not a meek little, oh, look what happened to me and look what they did to me. You become more powerful than that or you'll be in a chair for a long time. And I say that to all you in chairs. You come powerful. You are all extremely powerful beings playing with limited forms, you know, and reach into that consciousness. Why well, I've been interlacing it all through my videos for you and lacing it all through my writings for you. To, to, to wake you up while you're reading that, you know, to give you a sense of who you are and that you're talking, I'm talking to you, you know. So real important to, to, to honey, gain your, I know you, I've talked to you before, I've talked to her, I know her, I think she's been to our classes, if not, it's been out of body, but uh-uh, power up. You can get the body healthy. You can get the physical body healthy. We're not talking about the physical body, are we? Not with this. We're talking about the astral or emotional body. How do you get that one strong? Buddha said it right off. Detachment. Well, it took him about 17 years sitting under a tree, but still 17 years uh, or 20, whatever it was. But I don't care anymore. That's where you have to get, guys. And it's not a, it's not a, a, a um, how would you say, it's not a negative experience. You actually care more when you don't care at all. Can you get that one? Another Zen one. And that's the truth. When, and the same thing with love, guys. You can love more when you don't love individually. And then you can love much more intently. And you have to be careful with that. That love wants to individualize. You know, you always, wherever you put your attention, that's where you place your love, your, your, your whole beingness, because your consciousness. And with that, in the physical form, comes the emotions and the mind with it. Wherever you put your attention, the whole package comes with it. As you lose your physical body, you still have, and you guys, there are some of you, and I'm talking to you in here, that are, don't have physical bodies. We have them in here all the time, guys. So you don't have physical bodies, but you know you still have your astral bodies and you still have your minds. I know I was doing a, a seminar in Corpus Christi, Texas, and this nurse was telling me that he wanted to come so bad, but he fell asleep. Next thing you know, he was out of his body, and he was moving right into the uh, the conference room that I had rented, the hotel, big hotel on the water there, and uh, was sitting there listening to our our talks and stuff. I go, yeah, baby, that's pretty cool. But sweetheart, that's what it takes. Open that heart, and and give it all love. Give it all. Know it's karma, and those souls are on their own journeys, whatever, and you now are on your own. You're not female. You're not male. Get the mom out of there. Get all that out of there. And realize those are roles you play on the stage of creation or the stage of life. But the actor, 
the actress. Who is that? And that's what you have to wake up to. You want to get out of that chair because this emotional pain will follow you from lifetime to lifetime. If you don't get rid of it now, it keeps following you. Obviously, you're stuck in a chair and that goes for all of you in that emotional band. You've got to gain control of those astral forces. They're powerful and they're the entities a lot. That's the realm where most of these entities, you know, they're claiming the physical realm vibrationally and the and the lower astral realms are, are merging. Well, you see that because you're seeing a lot of things you normally would not see with the physical eyes because frequencies. There's a lot of beings on a lot of frequencies and a lot of things going on on a lot of different frequencies like different TV stations. Oh, look, I can turn the channel this and I get this turn the channel that Well, you got that also in life forms, all kinds of things. Need is all get out. Crazy is all get out. So my love to you and uh, take off and uh, win the game. I mean, hate to call it that way, but it's what we're dealing with, guys. Now. This is a pretty banana. I found that somewhere in some rock shop or something. And then there's mango. Pretty, pretty stuff. I like pretty things. All right, this is Tyler. Hmm, 32 year old, six foot, 150 pounds. Six foot one hundred fifty pounds, a little on the skinny side, Tyler. Thirty-two. Hello, Doctor Morris. Hello, Tyler. Apologies for taking so much of your value. You're not taking so much of my valuable time, my friend. I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you all. So, don't worry about that. I can't always get to you here physically, but just uh, go within. I think you'll find that we're there. You are a true bless. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I have been on your protocol for close to four months and recently have been symptoms that are out of this world. Scary, you know, and I, I say that out to Hildy, who's been what basically fruitarian for 15 years. I mean, when you get so deep and you're hydrating some of these remote micro uh, blood and lymph areas, these really remote uh, micro circulatory areas. Um, you know, you, 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 you got miles of this and it's like, uh, uh, who knows? I'm serious. I mean, you can get deep into the body. Now you're only been four months, but I mean, 15 years, you can pull out stuff in there that you probably got when you were in your mother for sure through her. I mean, and now you're raking on the consciousness of the cells. And that's going to be changing the consciousness of the cells because that is another detox going on too. Is at the cellular level, the cells are are realigning its awareness again because its awareness has been aberrated by chemistry, and so now it's going to be. Re that's why you see regeneration. Regeneration doesn't come out of nowhere. There's got to be a memory, right? Phantom limb syndrome, say. Just saying. Stephen Hawkins. Uh, uh, you read my uh, submission back in uh, August. Extremely grateful. And now I find myself in a troubling doomsday situation. Today, November 21st, I started to experience tremendous chest pains and difficulty breathing. <coughs> Damn. 
excuse me, every thought I have, even the most basic one, causes extreme anxiety and stress over nothing. Holy crap. Uh, adrenal dump. You know, and here's another thing here. And, and this guy might bring up an interesting thing. During detoxification, and I've said this so many times, your cells, you're going to go back to those old haunts. And I just got through writing some a chapter on this of how in detoxification that you're going to bring back old injuries, old surgeries, even old chemical medications or drugs that you took that stored interstitially, you could bring them back up to play at, at how fast, how much, who knows, vaccines toxic vaccines, things like this that you've had before. All this can be pulled up into the hopefully the lymph system, but the blood tastes a little that once in a while. You somewhat think since there is interstitial union there. So you think that there is some of that until the blood can get it out through the spleen or wherever. You know, so this is part of the problems that you face in that. So when you're looking at chest pain, you're looking at this more neurological. One of the things that you see is because kidney adrenals are right at the core of the cause of everything you see almost, uh, you're, as you go through your genetics, look at your eyes. And if you've got chronic lesions in the adrenal areas, you might see a major adrenal dump. And with that adrenal dump like that, the adrenals are just going down to slumber. Well, we can't have that's where detoxification is an art. Because with that, I would be popping with you at 400 milligram glandular and maybe doing that, whatever. Check your blood pressures, both sides. Pulse line. Remember the three fingers on your pulse line. Feel that, especially when you get chest pains and things. All right, you put your three right here on your pulse line. What's your pulse doing? Is it real weak? Is it thready? Is it, wait, wait, uh, there's a pause there. I don't hear another beep. All right, is it all those things, right? All right. The next thing is neurolymphatic chest pains, right? Right here, right in between the interstitial, the sternum here, right in here. Go clockwise right here this way. Oh, 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 yeah. You'll feel it when it's the heart right there. Go deep within that. Have somebody work right here in your left hand right here. Work this. If that's sore, it is definitely the heart. Chest pains can also be coming from bowel problems. Gas, even though it doesn't feel like gas, feel like you're going in a full bore heart attack. And we had that a lot in the ER. A lot of the bowel area, because right mid descending is the heart area of your mid descending colon. And if you've got trapping any there, you've got a, a ballooning, you've got spasticity, you've got whatever in that area, it's going to reflect to the heart. You can feel like you got chest pains in that area. Stomach can also, since it's autonomic uh, reflection, the stomach can give you chest pain. Uh, I'm telling you, the whole body reflects itself. So, foot. Remember, I told you I say three people of cardiac arrest with this right here. Pad, boom, boom, boom. Heart closer to the small finger right here. Heart work, 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 work the whole foot and hands right here. Neurolymphatically back neurolymphatically dig in there and that should open that and stop that. All right. Then you want herbs, circulation, brain and nerve, two things, adrenals. You want to hit the endocrine gland formulas big time. You're having an endocrine gland dump, but you can in a detox. It's just the way it is when the glands start detoxing. I don't know. They go through what? And they just, I don't know. They just go through a period of, I don't know, something's coming out of me. You know, so you can have these hypofunctions of these areas that are already in hypo situations. 
and that we've been supporting them with protein stimulations. And this is part of the problems. We eat proteins, we mix our foods wrong for the alcoholic stimulation. So we are stimulating our nervous system and adrenal glands for years and suddenly we go on a, a live electrical diet. But we've been using protein stimulants, Red Bulls and all this for years and now suddenly you have a major adrenal crash. And that is where you need to work with all these different therapies to help with that. Uh, acupuncture maybe, uh, all of this acupressure, uh, all these things that I'm talking about are vital to helping you come out of that sort of thing. Uh, all fruit obviously. You want to be on herbs for the kidneys, obviously, uh, the adrenals, all of this going on there. And I might say this, sometimes the herbs could be too much. Not to say the herbs would cause anything like this, but if you're a long-term use of herbs, five days on, two days off. So use them for five days and take two days off. And if you're a long-term use, use them in the morning and use them in the evening and take out that middle day. There's still plenty. We only use three times a day to get you. You know, but really twice a day is adequate. But when you're going hardcore after a neurologic or something, man, hit it up. I'd be drinking it. Uh, here again, and this is an interesting that we're talking about this and how it always happens that way. Uh, uh, his thoughts throw him into anxieties. And here's another problem. Here's the mind overpowering the physical body and the astral body. And right here is a great example of what we just talked about. So he's got to be careful with his mind now throwing his adrenal glands into a dump because they're so sensitive and the mind is the power. That's your power in, in these worlds except for your consciousness. You want to win the day, become awake. It, you know. You can play with mental control and things, but would not. Uh, so there's where you get relaxed, settle your mind down, you go into meditative, you just remove all desires, all wishes, you want to remove all limitation. I am now nothing. I am like the wind blowing across the land. I have no definition. That's when you find you have total definition. You find that when you give up the limited, you become the unlimited. But it's scary because giving up the limited, I can't give up my myself. I can't give up my emotions. I can't give up anything. Of course you can. But as soon as you do, you find you have them all. It's ironic, isn't it? So that's where what we just talked about, how that works. That's where mind is more powerful than emotions in the physical body. So he's got to set that back. Panic attacks is all the adrenals. That's all adrenals. It's all neurological. Of course, he's having chest pains. Neurological could be blood flow restriction. I doubt that. I think it's more neurological. More neurological could cause chest pains as well. So this sounds like an adrenal dump. But again, here's a good example of the mind here. Now let's keep going here. Uh, during these episodes, I have tremendous spasms, squeezing in my legs, arms, and my varicose veins become very painful. What else did he have to say? What else do we have involved here when you have this healing crisis in the endocrine gland system? Because that's about what it looks like he's in is one of these healing, what we call a healing crisis. It's kind of an oxymoron, but still. 
it's these when these tissues go into detoxification they can spasm they can you know because there's astringent drawing there's all types of things but what do we have that's helping them do that in reading this you start to find that we've got parathyroid issues here matter of fact we've got eye pictures we've got eye pictures all right so the first thing it takes you into is parathyroid. He spasms easy, very vulnerable to acidosis, inflammation. So he, then he goes into a spasticity with this. Um, here we go. Um, a fever develops and I feel hot with heart palpitations and soreness all over. Lower back kidney pains follows. That sounds like a body detox. That sounds like a healing crisis. Where your whole body is going into this healing crisis. Now, some healing crisis can be pretty bad. Generally, a person like this, if I don't, if I don't know them and I don't see them and they're really bad in chest pains, I'll send them to the emergency room big time. The problem with going to the emergency room, medical doctors do not understand how life works that way, so they don't understand detoxification. And nine, nine, almost ten out of 10 times they can't find anything wrong. Seriously. So you go in the ER with chest pains and all kinds of things and 9 out of 10 times they can't find a thing wrong with you. Stabilizing you maybe with normal saline and things like this, goody goody goody. And that's the benefit of an ER. The downside of that is killing you because ERs have done that. Watched it. So Varicose veins right there, right there, told you he has parathyroid issues right there. Well, he's 32 years old. Yeah, 30 years old, 32 years old with varicose veins. That's disgusting. So this poor lad also, I'm surprised he hasn't mentioned depression. Well, wait till you see his eyes here. So we've got to go after that. Now, do we have pituitary? He's six foot one. Absolutely. Check. All right, so now we got a case where we got pituitary slamming the parathyroid. Do we have parathyroid on top of that? Let's take a look. But we know we have pituitary. Let's take a look. So we've got, if, if the symptoms are here, then we have to see them in the eye because the symptoms and the eye have to match. If they don't, then you've got to figure out why that is because everything in our world lines up. There is no, well, autoimmune. We don't know. There might be we don't knows, but there's not some of this lying bull crap and, and, and stuff that, that's ridiculous. Uh, the best way I can describe this is that my body just locks up. Uh, I can get that. Even bowel movements temporarily stopped, and maybe that's a, a contributing issue. Man, that could be. Uh, could be. You want to keep those bowels moving every day. I have noticed a connection between the bowels and chest pain. See what I'm saying? And right here, mid-descending is your heart area. So again, this could all be coming from your colon, your GI tract, and you're going to see why here when I show you your eyes. All right? And uh, muscles. Whenever I'm constipated, I can feel chest pains more regularly. Yeah. But you still use these neurolymphatic points and everything else. Not like, you know, just in case. But while you're doing this, move your bowels. Work your GI tract. This may be related to the anxiety. Well, okay. How do we relate that to the anxiety? Let's start drawing lines here, okay? So he's drawing a line from heart 
to the colon. We talked about that before we did that. All right, so we know we're, we're he's in line with us. All right, so now where are we going now? We're going oh, anxieties uh, to constipation. What connection might that be? Same autonomic neurological. So again, we're talking neurological here. The relationship between anxieties and the heart and everything else is autonomic nervous system. A little thing like that. Imagine that. So my mind is always racing, spinning, and can never feel relaxed. And you know, I don't know if you were vaccinated or what. I mean, that's a real possibility that some of these old vaccines that you've had, thimerosals and stuff, you got a lot going on in the head area, obviously. So that's what acids can do. Acids can stimulate the brain to stimulate the mind. The mind is not the brain. All right, but the brain can stimulate the mind because that's your chakra, basically, to the mental worlds, right? Right. And the crown is at the top of the mental worlds. That's cosmic consciousness, right? Right. Well, we also have the thousand petal lotus involved, which we've talked about that. So, like, I'm constantly in the fight or flight response. So, where are we working? You are in pain in your kidneys, so we already know kidneys and adrenals are where your big cause is. You're 32 years old, so let's take a look at the genetic stance of those. Um, when I was just a kid around seven years old, I remember having the same feeling while resting in bed. See, so he's been, he came into this world with a lot of issues like this. Everything's spinning and going super fast. It's hard to explain, but I find it interesting that old symptoms are resurfacing again. Hmm. Have we talked about that somewhere? You know, it's funny you say that because I've just been writing those chapters. We've been going back and forth. This is the fourth time, and it's the last time, thank God. I've got it pretty much shored up. But I was just talking about how that all resurfaces like this. And it's just what you're experiencing, resurfacing the old stuff. I uh, can't always stop that. You have to work through it. But it is letting you know where your weaknesses are. An endocrine gland system is a big one for you, obviously. Huge. Huge, because that leaks into everything else. Your autonomic, uh, your everything, everything. Since the glands control the organs, it's not hard to explain because we've all had that at some time or another. Even if we took a ride on a on on one of those things at a fair, I'm currently taking all the supplements you suggested: brain and nerve circulation, thyroid support, heal all T, stomach formulas, anti-spasm, good deal, three lungs, da 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 da. Uh, a mixture of capsule and glycerin types. I'm on the third round of these herbs. Diet is about 80% fruit, primarily apples, grapes, mangoes, and bananas, mostly organic when available. After my last meal of fruit, I have a cup of heal all T and finish with a handful of raisins. Yeah, I'm always eating my raisins. Thank you, thank you, thank you for some great medjool dates. And I want to say, where's my cards? I have a card this big. Where'd I get this? Where'd I get this giant card? That's out in my car. No, where is it? Is it in my truck? I don't even know. For Marco and Debbie. Marco and Debbie. Oh yeah. yeah. I wanted to say that. I got. I, was, I think it might be in my back seat. I can't remember, honey. You guys are nuts. I just wanted to wish you all Merry Christmas, and there's so many important cases here that we got to fix everybody up before next Christmas, right? We got a year, so we fix all these people up before next Christmas. Uh, nope, in my truck. Yeah. yeah, I drive my truck more than my car. I don't know why I love my truck. I'm currently telling. All right, so. Uh, I do have some mucus threads and snowflakes in my urine. 
so some filtering so there's there's minimal filtering and that's that comes down to the problem I think is happening but again let's take a look at the genes and everything else some days are clearer however for extreme odor sensitivity <laughs> it's funny I've just been writing chapters on odors and everything else will that subside when the body can clear neurotoxins oh yeah matter of fact as long as you can smell you you got to keep going. <laughs> you want to smell like the food you're eating. Remember, I'm hypersensitive to pretty much every smell I come in contact with because this is neurological problems that you're having, man. And neurological, the smells can really remember smells is chemistry. So you've got acid chemistry and base chemistry and smells. Some of these ladies uh, perfumes that they on the cheaper side, uh, heavy neurotoxic and throw me into breathing problems, heavy neurotoxins in these. I don't know how these poor souls wear them. Uh, I usually get right shoulder pain when exposed to odors. I'm afraid that maybe the herbs are contributing to those reactions due to detox. Well, you know, one way to find out, stop them. Come off the herbs for a while and just use fruit to detox. They go 100% fruits and leave off the herbs and see what happens. And then have somebody muscle test you on the herbs. That's, that's why I've said that forever. If you suspect the herbs having any negative effect on you, definitely muscle test them because in time that can happen. One formula, your body doesn't want it anymore. So good, good. I'm done with that. So that's a, a good way to do that is muscle test, become more energetically in line with with life forms and, and things where you can feel that life form and whether you you good. No. OK, we'll wait. Get sensitive, develop your consciousness. Now, this is the time to do it. If there ever was. I am pushing it hard and should maybe reduce my protocol intake. Yeah. Definitely. That's another good one. Yeah. Slow it down a little bit. See, you will know when you slow it down. I mean, you can only test yourself because some questions I can't answer without you experimenting with this. And the fact that you're answering these questions tell me that you're awake enough to go, hey, you know, let me try that. Uh, I feel kind of helpless at this point. Well, expand yourself. What 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 can I do? Well, maybe this uh, maybe I'll just hold them off. I'm going to kill you. The last 12 years have been such a struggle. It amazes me. I'm still walking this planet neurological, bro. And when your nervous system is insulted, you feel everything under the planet weird. You can't even mention it. So and the adrenals, the anxieties and all those weird things. I mean, it, it, it can have every level you can imagine to it from extreme fear. Just to be alive. So uh -uh. that's why I'm trying to teach you how to become awake, because you can, even with adrenals down and everything else, become awake where that doesn't bother you as much that you have to detach yourself from your physical, emotional and mental bodies. You're not going to lose them, but you can't let them run you. And that's what's going on. Like the lady in the wheelchair, she's letting her astral body run her. And that's controlled by her children and her ex and everybody else. So she's totally controlled by others, and that's why she can't get out of the chair. As soon as she learns that now they're letting anybody control me no more, she'll get up and walk. I only try so hard because of my family. It it just hurts me to see their son not thriving in life. Well, let's let's work you out through this, my friend, and get you out here. Uh, no other doctor has helped me in the way you have, Doctor. Oh, thanks, man. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's look at this. And uh, I apologize. No, no, no apologies. All right, I'm going to show them your eyes, okay, Tyler?
right. Let's look at these eyes here. Where's my pen? Excuse me for a minute. First of all, what color of eyes do we have? Brown or blue? Well, they're not brown. So these are blue eyes. They sure don't look it, do they? You see all of this, this thick yellow, white, some is white, some's yellow, some's orange. You guys know what that is already, so you know why this lad's suffering already, don't you? See, all this thick white stuff, this white will eventually turn yellow. So white is subacute, yellow, I mean, white is acute, yellow is subacute. This is levels of lymph stagnation. See how thick this is, thick this is? Look at this. This is his bowel wall. Look how thick that I'm following is ascending colon, getting ready to go through the hepatic flexure, and it is prolapsed down big time. This is the hepatic flexure. See how that's prolapsed down? Within that prolapse is a little balloon. And then I'm going across the transverse, which is prolapsed or spastic all the way down to the pupil. Look at that. Can you see that? Look at how this comes down, guys. Look at that. Look at that, majorly prolapsed. Do we have major parathyroid? We have major parathyroid, guys. Now, if there ever was a bowel connection to the pituitary, what do we got here? Transverse connection to the pituitary gland, big time. Now, thick lip stagnation all through this lad. All through, thick lip stagnation all through him. Going to be a while cleaning yourself, son. Now, what's orange? Is there a color of an eye orange in humans? No. This is medical doctors. This is sulfur drugs or sulfur tablets. Anybody tries to convince you to take sulfur supplements, smack them upside the face. Because what you get out of that is a nightmare from you know what. Heavy fungus, you can plan on heavy fungus in this guy, higher uric acid crystals, heavy GI tract problems, gassy bloaty, uh, gas formation, chest pains, you name it. Look at the left side. Look at these deep areas. You talk about flying, let's go take a flight. Where do you want to fly to? All right, cerebellum mastoid, majorly chronic, uh, Tyler, the, you got a, and look how it goes all the way down to the pupil. See how this, these uh, lacunas, uh, these are crypts, basically going all the way down to the pupil. Why? Heavy genetics uh, originating in the stomach and the GI tract, working through generations up into the brain area. This is the left area, left ear, uh, a cerebellum mastoid, equilibrium, dizzy, vertigo, majorly. Let's take a fly. Yep, major uh, pituitary. This is also uh, affecting the hypothalamus area. Look at the nerve rings. Look at the nerve rings up in the brain. Even the autonomic, uh, the central has got nerve rings up in there. All right, so pulling back here, this is the left side. What we have, left leg, majorly chronic, left kidney, majorly, look at that. Majorly chronic left kidney, leg. This is kidney in here, uh, left leg, groin is chronic. This is a big weakness in the leg and groin here, guys. Uh, here's a little chronic split here. The kidney has heavy lymph stagnation, maybe even a lymph node involvement with it. Uh, chronic kidney here. Adrenals are lost up in this area. Here's rectal, uh, either a drug deposit or a weakness in the rectal flexure, prostate. And then we get his back here. Up and down his back. Here's throat. Okay, so we're up here. Left side. Throat, thyroid, parathyroid, tonsil. 
all in a chronic state, Tyler. So your throat, you're, you're working on a sore throat coming. You got chronic parathyroid, chronic thyroids with a chronic pituitary. So all your endocrine glands are chronic. This is up in the cerebellum. Like I said, no wonder you feel like you're lifting off the bed when you were a child. Are you kidding me? This is, this is, this is really important, guys. This is serious stuff. And this is 32-year-old lad here. Let's look at the right side of the head. Back of the head, same kind of stuff. Not as deep, but definitely involved in the uh, shoulder all the way up into the ear, right ear, mastoid cerebellum. Not as deep, of course, which is really good, but still involved here. Look how thick the sinuses are. Spastic bowels and all this. All right, so now we're going over here to the hip. Uh, this is the right hip, groin area. So we got a skeletal system you got to work on, Tyler. Now, gallbladder does not like this world very much. You want to work on your gallbladder liver. The gallbladder is in a chronic stage, and it's not a happy fella. So uh, 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 you might have some uh, symptoms in this gallbladder area as well. A lot of lymph stagnation in the liver area. So you got to move all of this out. Uh, bronchial, this is long, it's the upper lobe. You got a lot of lymph stagnation plus a chronic uh, weakness in the upper lobe of that lung. Start learning how to deep breathe. Looking at the lungs on the left side here, better. Shoulder, got a lip node going on there in that shoulder. Sorry. All right. So, look at all the skeletal. Whenever we come to this, we're just getting a lot of skeletal. Well, what, where are we drawing our picture to? And we already saw it was a chronic thyroid and a chronic parathyroid, chronic pituitary, and this is a 32-year-old lad. So that's what I'm saying about the young people and genetics and things. Now, they're not as deep. Let's see if I can show you this way as the camera makes it out to be, but they're there. So there's, there, there's obvious reasons. I can tell you just why you felt like you were floating and uh, big time tell you right now, you're lucky that you haven't been diagnosed with MS or something like that, Lou Gehrig's or something like that, because this is the skin, you have chronic skin ring, uh, you have a malabsorption ring that thick, you're majorly, my friend, that's why you're so skinny, you have a major malabsorption ring, you have so much lymph stagnation, and the problem here is all this sulfur, you had to get this from your mom, uh, or she gave you a lot of antibiotics or something. But with a lymph like this, he's going to always have cold and flu-like things or things that they want to give antibiotics for. <laughs> all the lymph, you got lymph nodes swollen all over the place, my friend. So again, just keep going, dig in, let your parents hear this because it isn't you. This is genetics coming out of them and your lymph system out of your mom. So your mom needs to pay attention to this and work on herself because somebody gave you a gallbladder that's not real happy. There's a little pancreatic going on too, and a lot of lymph stagnation around the pancreas. You have to be careful with that because that's how you get pancreatic tumors, is the lymph stagnation around that. So there is some suppression of pancreatic digestion a little bit, I suppose, but uh, that's going to be not a bad fix. Um, your flexors are mostly prolapsed. Your, your splenic flexure over here has got a lot of weaknesses in it which radiate up in this area here. So these are some of the things, and you can almost see why you're suffering so much. But you got one of those bodies, my dear lad, that it's going to take you a while to get back to uh, a healthy state. Your family has not seen a healthy state in a long time. I can just tell you, looking at these eyes. So you're you're just a, an effect, you know, and that's that's how we work with uh, you know the way we have procreation and things. So learning how to turn that around before you 
procreate is a good idea. And I say this to all you beautiful ladies that want to have children. Wait and fix yourselves and then have some of the most beautiful children on the planet and on our TV site. Remember, I want you guys to send me in your videos, videotape your journeys and your children's journey, because we have our young lady that's uh, covering the children's side and her mother covering the family side. We want you all to see what good families are made of, what ladies have done to fix themselves that couldn't conceive and the beautiful young ones that they got from fixing themselves. We want to show you what all that looks like. And it's a pretty good picture. So, Tyler, dig in. Don't get frustrated, man. You, 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 consciousness, you are fighting this body you genetically were put in. But remember, you were put in it because of your karma. So work through it. Work through it. Detach. Work through it. You can always sit yourself and learn how to have out of body traveling. You learn how to move your consciousness away from your body, you know, and, and play outside of it for a while. And just let it heal itself and go through these things because you're going to go through some pulling. Matter of fact, let me look at the heart area. Okay, so genetically, I don't see much going on genetically at the heart. I just see the bow and a lot of sulfur. And you look like you have maybe some sulfur that might have migrated to the heart. That would be a little gassy, bloaty connection, too. So I, I don't think it's the, the uh, poor circulation to the heart. I think it's your sulfur and your GI tract to the heart, gassy type stuff and stuff that you don't realize that's there. But like I said, I've seen a lot of that when I did my tour in the ERs. So this is Christmas. We don't want to need any more negative stuff. We want everybody to be happy. And uh, the happy thing, though, all of you guys suffering can get out of it. And we're here to help you do it. Our whole school, all our students, we're all here with big hearts, ready to help all of you guys come out of your problems. You know, and some of your problems are not all physical. You know, you got to remember the mind and emotions. And so it's a big deal to become awake and to control these things and get a hold of these things. And then your healings, your life goes so much more fun and you control it and you're so much more happier and you're so much more free. If you notice, the more free you feel, the bigger the smile. So when you look at Jesus's life, you look at Buddha's life, they lived a life of total freedom. They didn't care. Why should they? They knew who they were. So they were just here with the physical body, moving it around, teaching others that they just have physical bodies. Play as you will. But as one said, it's a marketplace. Be careful. Okay. Love you guys. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Happy holidays to your belief systems or whatever. But just be have fun today. Live in the now. Enjoy the holidays. Watch what you eat or enjoy what you eat and then go back on a fruit diet. And so we love you. May the blessings be. Namaste.